Welcome to Diary of an Actress. I'm thrilled to introduce our guest today, Congressman Ted Lieu of California, representing the 33rd District, which is filled with entertainers like myself. I was curious to ask him what that might be like. The Congressman has lots of information, inspiration, wonderful stories, and some really helpful advice. Welcome, Congressman Ted Liu. I am absolutely thrilled that you are here with me today. I'm honored to be on your show, Rachel. <laughs> Thank you. You are a very busy man in, in addition to representing uh, the 33rd District in our beautiful state of California. I also see on your website that you are on approximately 85 caucuses and 15 task force and working groups. So I am incredibly honored that you have the time to talk with one of your constituents today. Thank you. There is a lot going on, but I'm very happy to be on your podcast. You represent the largest entertainment district. And I imagine that can be a very like fun and glamorous job too. So we have a lot of entertainment people listening today, and I'd like to get a feel of what that's like for you. Uh, it is an honor uh, to represent many in the entertainment industry, uh, from singers and songwriters to actors and actresses, to all the people that uh, make the magic happen, the folks at IATSE and other people who really support the entertainment industry. It really is an honor to represent so many of them. I would think that that would present its own unique challenges, right? I mean, I imagine, I, I, I'm guessing, that people call upon you for various things, whether they're union issues, studio issues, um, issues with actors. Um, can you describe um, how you might be involved in any of those issues? Sure. So, as many in the entertainment industry know, uh, sometimes the way that paychecks are accounted for is different. Maybe you uh, make nothing for a year, and then the following year, you make twice as much as you normally would. And there are various government programs where that doesn't quite work when you try and give them a history, and they require a history of taxes or of payments. So we work through some of those issues with constituents. Uh, sometimes, for example, uh, a person has to go overseas for, let's say, a film shoot, and then there's an issue with a passport or visa. And if that doesn't get resolved, now that they not get to go overseas, but the entire production just grinds to a halt, and it could be very problematic. So we do try to work through issues that could have much more severe consequences for folks in the entertainment industry. I would think so. It's interesting that you mentioned people who work and people who don't. I mean, there is no rhyme or reason, I can say, as an actress to this business. And in terms of, you know, when it comes to tax time and what you've earned and, you know, what you can write off. And we're very unique beings in entertainment. Um, what are some of the concerns of entertainment professionals in your district in terms of filming, in terms of um, laws? Uh, so folks would like to be able to film in California because they live here. And so when I was in the California state legislature, I was also a big supporter of the tax credit uh, for films. And that did bring back uh, some of the film production. Uh, but many of the folks in 
entertainment industry have the same uh, concerns as everyone else, which is, you know, we've got a climate crisis going on. Uh, we have to make sure that we don't have spiking energy costs. Uh, we also have to make sure we have our democracy and voting rights. Uh, so many of the concerns are the same as uh, anyone else. Oh, that's very interesting. And and you talk about climate problems. I mean, it's so hot in Los Angeles right now. I can't imagine what people are doing, you know, if they have an outdoor shoot schedule today. So we know with climate change, we're going to have more extreme weather events, uh, such as more wildfires. We're going to have more heat domes. And we're seeing the glaciers uh, melting at an even more rapid pace, which is causing increased uh, sea level rise. So this is a big problem, which is why I'm very pleased that we recently passed in Congress uh basically all Democrats voted for it and Republicans voted against it, the Inflation Reduction Act, which is the largest investment in climate change mitigation projects in U.S. history. It also has subsidies for healthcare. And for the first time, we're having Medicare negotiate the prices of prescription drugs to help lower prescription drug prices. Wow, that's so wonderful. Congratulations. It, it must take so much work to get a bill passed. I can't imagine. Um, you're on so many committees. What are what are the ones that are most personal to you that you wake up and, and really want to get to work on every day? Uh, so my colleagues elected me to House leadership. I am a co-chair of the Democratic Policy and Communications Committee, and we help do messaging for our caucus. And we're very focused on making sure the American people know about the great laws we passed. Uh, in addition to Inflation Reduction Act, we also passed an infrastructure law that's going to rebuild roads, bridges, and highways, get lead out of our water, and have broadband everywhere from inner cities to rural areas and everywhere in between. And we also passed American Rescue Plan that really put our economy back on track and created over one point, I'm sorry, over 8.3 million jobs in the first 15 months of the Biden presidency, uh, the most in U.S. history. Uh, the other uh, two committees I'm on in terms of policy committees uh, are the Judiciary Committee and the Foreign Affairs Committee. And I love serving on both of those committees. I I bet you do. I can see that you have a passion for what you do. Uh, we met back in 2016 when I was in your office. I work as a consultant to politicians, and I'm going to uh, bring this to the question where politics and entertainment intersect. I did have an interesting conversation with your colleague, uh, State Treasurer Fiona Ma, on the podcast about this. And it is a fascinating subject in um, consulting politicians and using, you know, the Strasbourg technique and using my own technique to help bring authenticity to um, people who are out speaking, especially young candidates who are out there for the first time and really have no training. I'm wondering um, how you feel that um, a politician is like an actor. Where do politics and entertainment intersect? I know that's a, a funny com a question, but uh, we are both expressing and communicating our feelings. Uh, so first of all, let me just say I have no talent, uh, so I don't <laughs> I think I'd be a very good uh, actor. Uh, but there is uh, an intersection uh, in this sense. Um, actors, actresses uh, have to communicate to a large population of people, which is the same thing that politicians have to do as well. And oftentimes the best way to do that is to be able to tell a story, to put 
of facts and concepts into a narrative that people can understand. And I think that's very important uh, for elected officials to be able to do well. Do you write your own speeches? I tend to write my own speeches, yes. Uh, Oftentimes, what I'll do is I'll just think of their three most important points I want the audience to get. Mm -hmm. uh, And then I'll sort of talk about those three points. I normally don't write out the exact wording of this speech. Yeah, so that, that's that's quite improvisational, as we would say in our business. And that takes a lot of confidence. Did, did you begin that way or has it gotten easier over time communicating? No, I did not begin that way. Uh, I used to write speeches out word for word. Uh, but after you do it 10,000 times, it does become easier. And I found that it is more authentic and people react better if they see you looking at them instead of looking down at words on a page. A hundred percent. I agree. A hundred percent. Do you feel there is a need for training um, new candidates, politicians? Uh, Absolutely. And no one, right, is born an actor or born an elected official. It is a learned skill. And some people have learned that skill. Some are just learning and some haven't learned at all, right? And so you can teach this skill. You can teach people to be better speakers and you can teach people to tell stories better and to frame messages and narratives that people can understand. Absolutely. I'm so glad you agree with that. I mean, a big a big concern of mine and something that I, I speak and write about is the need for campaigns to to budget appropriately for someone to come in and work with candidates because so much money is spent on digital advertising. And um, I don't think that, you know, if a candidate can't express their feelings, it doesn't matter how much you're trying to sell them, if people can't connect with them as a human being. And as actors, we're trying to become better human beings, more human. And I see that similarity in working with politicians. We want to see you. We want to connect to you, see something in common with you. Uh, Absolutely. I think that's exactly correct. And oftentimes people care less about facts and figures and, you know, your 12 point policy plan. They just want to know who you are and Mm -hmm. uh, how you think and whether you can relate to them. Yes, absolutely. So do you get out in Los Angeles and do you you must get invited to uh, all the award shows and parties? Do you spend some of your time doing that to be out with your entertainment constituents? I do. Um, I just have to give a shout out to the Writers Guild. I think they have the coolest uh, awards ceremonies. Uh, They're very self-deprecating. They were very funny. They use lots of swear words. It's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, love WGA. Uh, I'm very involved with the Screen Actors Guild. I'm on the Governance Committee and the Military Committee. So I wanted to circle around to that. I know you are a veteran in the Air Force and on reserve, which is very impressive. Um, I also know that you increased a lot of federal funding this year for veterans. Uh, are you aware that there are a lot of veterans in the entertainment industry? I actually was not aware of that. So thanks for letting me know. And by the way, um, I just recently uh, retired last year. Uh, oh, you from- did. Yes. So, is that a relief? Like, could, because they could have called you any time, right? <laughs> so I 
I'm sad actually. I like wearing my uniform, uh, reserve duty, but I actually hit uh, the retirement age. Um, so uh, it was something that uh, I, I had to do. Yes. Oh, you didn't want to. Well, that that's very admirable. I teach so many veterans. We have the GI Bill at Strasburg and like I said, I'm on the military committee at sag After, and we're always hoping to help. And I know the WGA has a writing program for veterans, and we're hoping to help our veterans get out there. And so I'm wondering, do you have any affiliation with sag AFTRA? Or have you done any work with oh, them? I love, I love the SAG Awards as well. And on my bucket list is actually to become a sag AFTRA member. So if anyone is listening and they need a member of Congress to show up in one of their shows, I'm happy to do that. Oh, that is such huge news. Are you listening, everyone? That's enormous. Okay, so I have another podcast today with a producer, and I am passing on that information. If no one offers you a gig, we have these new media projects where you can actually get someone to become SAG if you employ them. And you can do it at a lower budget. So I'm going to write a movie for you. You just tell oh, me. Oh, so cool. Tell me what kind of role you want to play. We'll talk about it. <laughs> um, it Very is a, cool. It is a great honor to be a member of the union. And so we do want to help our veterans. And so if that does, you know, anything comes past your desk, know that there are, uh, uh, they represent a lot of the entertainment industry um, above and below the line. Did you use your GI Bill? So I did ROTC, and okay. um, that is a great program. And I encourage anyone who uh, has kids that are looking at it to look into that program. It's something that I think uh, America does well, the ROTC program, as well as our military academies. Those are all um, terrific educational institutions. Okay, good to know. Before we go off the actor subject, um, have you met your favorite actor in Hollywood? Has there been one person like, I really want to meet? You know, um, I have so many favorite actors. So I, I'm not going to name a particular person, um, but it is interesting where I'll go to different places and I'll just see people I recognize. And it's sort of cool. And um, I, I learned so. not bother them either. <laughs> <laughs> and they probably don't want to bother you. Uh, what about people like Leonardo DiCaprio who are doing great things for the environment? There are so many actors that come to Washington to testify. I imagine that that's in your jurisdiction since you're their congressman. Yes. So one thing that actors and actresses can do that's very helpful is they can reach people that politicians never can. And so when they engage in advocacy, uh, such as uh, Leonardo DiCaprio with the environment, that is extraordinarily helpful. Um, when Taylor Swift's, Swift talks about registering to vote, that's extraordinarily helpful. Uh, so when people get involved in the entertainment industry and issues and causes, they can often reach people in a different way, uh, in a more dramatic way, and in a a bigger way. And so I highly encourage people to do that. Okay. That's important to know. Um, I find you very accessible as, as my representative. And I just want to let people know that, that if you're in the 33rd district, um, anytime I've had to call your office or have had a question, your staff is fantastic. Um, I wanted to um, ask you if you have any advice 
for your constituents in entertainment. Um, now that you know some of their challenges, any inspiration? I mean, you're a leader yourself and you got to the top of your field and we're all climbing that ladder uh, in our entertainment industry. Any advice on, you know, even like a work ethic that might be helpful? Uh, so on a very um, sort of technical basis, if anyone needs any help, for example, uh, with federal agencies that affect uh, your job, please contact my office. Um, so let's say you do have to go overseas for a film shoot and you realize your passport expires uh, in three weeks, uh, we can help you uh, get an emergency passport. Uh, if uh, you, for example, are a veteran and you're having problems accessing uh, veterans benefits, uh, please let us know. We'll help you. Uh, so we're happy to help uh, any any constituent. And then just by over um, general view on, on life is that as far as I can tell, uh, you only live once. And so if your dream is to be an actor or actress or a lawyer or a jazz musician or accountant, whatever it is, you should pursue that now in this lifetime. I'm not aware of any other lifetime in which to try to do that. <laughs> that is wonderful advice. Yes, go for it. In other words, right, Ted? Yeah. <laughs> Congressman. <laughs> yes, go for it. Okay. Uh, it is so wonderful talking to you today. Thank you for all the encouragement and thank you for being um, such a wonderful uh, politician for a human being for all of us in California. And uh, we will all stay in touch with you and keep up. Um, your website is. Uh, so I'm on social media. Uh, it's at Ted Lou. You can also follow my official website, which is uh, social media, which is at Rep Ted Lou. And then uh, my website, unfortunately, with the House of Representatives, is sort of this really long um, <laughs> address. So the easiest thing is just search for Ted Lou Congress and it pops right up. Okay. And and if you're in the know, you know that uh Ted Lou is 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 fierce on Twitter too. He is just uh has a wonderful personality, is outspoken and really, you know, you really speak from the heart there. So also follow you on Twitter, right? Yes. Um so again, I have uh a very classy and polished official uh, social media presence, which is at Rep Ted Lou, uh, and then there's mine, uh, which is uh, at Ted Lou. Okay, and do you have help with all those socials, by the way? So for the at Ted Lou social media accounts, uh, I write them. Okay, good. That's good to know. We want to know that. Okay, so we can reach out to you there as well. It's all, it's all, it's all based on anger, by the way. <laughs> well, rightfully so. There's a lot to be angry about right now. Um, you know, this has been a sweet podcast, but uh, we all know what's happening in the world and, and we need to speak out about things that we don't feel are just and our voices need to be heard. And so you're leading the way for us on that. And I, I applaud you for your courage. So thank you uh, so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, Congressman Liu. What an opportunity to hear from you today. You certainly have your finger on the pulse with all things Washington and all things Hollywood. Be sure to check out the website that goes with this podcast, diaryofanactress.com. Until the next time, stay inspired.